can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered enough for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. in powwow updates and news from around Indian country. Tune in to Indigenous Freedom Radio every Saturday from 2 to 4 right here on KZSM.org. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome to Swamp As I Go. <laughs> That's two shows in a row that I forgot to turn autoplay off. <laughs> <in the show. laughs> um, anyway, thank you for joining us. I am your host, Jordan Pilkington. With me, as always, is uh, regular co-host, Lexi Morris. It's me. I'm very regular. I eat a lot of activity. Mm-hmm. And for the third week in a row, we have... Garrett Michael Buss. It's me. Garrett Michael Buss as our guest. And for his first time appearance, not just on Swamp Ass Uggos, but in the station as a whole, we have the voice of Roscoe Taylor. Howdy. It's me, Sam. Sam, Sam. Sam Pierce. <laughs> we have Sam Pierce. By the way, Sam, huge fan. Huge oh, fan. Thank you. Big, big fan. Very starstruck. Big, big, big up. Very starstruck. Yeah, we just had our first episode of Roscoe Taylor, the Tallahassee tween. Casey mm-hmm. Sam's brand new, very own Western comedy radio play. Mm-hmm. Written and directed by Gary Michael Buss. Absolutely. Starring all of us. All of us. Mm. Aww. Yeah. Aww. But that's not what this episode's nope. about. Yeah. No, this episode, uh, we're done with the West. Yeah. Done with the Wild Wild mm-hmm. West. Um, our show, we dive into the swamps of reality, talk about ghosts, cryptids, and everything else that scared me as a little kid. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Today's episode, we're talking about The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Which must so have terrified you. West, right? Oh, yeah, terrified. Yeah, yeah. I said that. This is also another like cross promotion between the two shows. So, yeah, like Lexi said, I like to imagine you listening to The Devil Went Down to Crying. Georgia and just like shivering. Yeah. Like, so scared. The radio comes on and it's like, and you're like, no, no. Yeah, well, I'm not afraid of the devil. I'm afraid of Charlie Daniels. <laughs> he should be. Man, rest in peace. He's crazy. Um, oh, he's, well, he's dead. dead. Yeah. What did he die of? Yeah, he's COVID. crazy. Are you joking? No, he died this year. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so now who's Yeah, I got... bet you feel real stupid, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, the devil was looking for a soul to steal. <laughs> so yeah, but now it. that he's gone, who's going to tweet at Hillary Clinton every day? What happened in Benghazi? Oh, my God. Did he probably do my dad. That? That's so funny. Yeah, there's probably a lot of people who can fill in that role, but it's he very, was... Very if someone's got to do it, hey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I can take the stage. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but I'm excited for today's episode because uh, we're not just talking. I mean, it's a song. You know what I mean? There's not much to talk about. Yeah. So we're going to get to the legends behind it. Ooh. We're talking Crossroads. Mm-hmm. We're talking Devil Deals with the Devil. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And we're talking why the devil has a fiddle in the first place. <laughs> you know, I usually don't know anything about the episode before we do it, but I did ask Jordan what it was about so I could at least tell other people. I thought we were just talking about the devil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but you, don't, it's specifically, you don't listen to me. <laughs> no, I, we're talking was, about Georgia, too. Yeah, I was yeah. Walking, wow. out, walking out the door. I was like, what is this about? Okay, the devil. Uh, all right. Go ahead and go again. <laughs> yeah, I can no respect. Um, so, the song The Devil Went Down to Georgia was written by Charlie Daniels and released in 1979. Now, it's not based on one legend in particular, but it is inspired by classic tales of uh, people, specifically musicians, making deals with the devil. Only this one is a little bit of a challenge. You know, because the devil's challenging him to a fiddle concept. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're familiar with a deal with the devil, right? Do you understand the concept? Yeah, totally. Yes, mm-hmm. made it, it, you make a deal with the devil. Whatever. Right. It's it, the words are exactly what, <laughs> what they sound like. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> There's not any hidden message in there. You sell your soul to Satan for wealth, power, etc. But like a genie's wish or a monkey's paw, there's always a catch mm-hmm. that ruins your life. But when you deal with the devil, you're also losing your soul to eternal damnation. Mm-hmm. 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 Which mm-hmm. nice. Did you guys ever have to read the Devil and Daniel Webster? What? I did that for... The, de- uh, the devil and Daniel... Like, the, the dictionary the guy? The dictionary guy? That's so funny. <laughs> he was, like, a lawyer in the 1800s. It was a book we had to read in, like, a eighth grade English class. It was just about a dude who made a deal with the devil, uh-huh. and then the devil made him, like, a like a famous rich guy, and then he came back, like, six years later being like, hey, dude, gave your fame. Now come with me to hell. And then he's like, no way, Jose. My best friend is a lawyer. And the <laughs> lawyer's like, you didn't sign anything. <laughs> That's the end of the book. That's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that the main character was a lawyer, and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, all lawyers sell their so souls. the devil. <laughs> well, that's a weird thing. Yeah, no, the Daniel Webster isn't even the main character. Daniel Webster is the lawyer that fights the devil, and then the main character is some dude that I don't even remember the name so of. So the whole book, you're like, who's this Daniel Webster guy? Yeah, and then at the very end, it's like, you were Daniel Wait, Webster. so you didn't even get to... You, <laughs> I was... You didn't even get to... Well, actually, it's Daniel Webster's monster. Um, <laughs> so wait, you don't even get to, like, like read out, like, the court case? No, like, no, no. I mean, well... No, no, no. It's pretty. It's, it's civil. Pretty short. It's civil. It's yeah. civil. No, I'd have I'd have a lot of fun watching like someone be like litigious with the devil. Mm-hmm. That sounds fun to me. Yeah, man. Um, the the last what is it? The last days of Judas Iscariot. I haven't seen that. It's a play. I should look it up. It's a play. I love me some Judas stuff. Mm-hmm. Judas yeah, talking. in that there there's basically a court case for Judas and the devil. But Judas the whole time is just propped up on a cross, and everyone else is speaking for him. And they're these really fierce lawyers. We saw it in one act play, and this girl from PSJA was like so fierce, and she was like, mm, "Devil, no." Mm, eh. And we were like, "Yes, queen." And it, I was 14. Nice. That was a great story. Thank you. Thank you for that story, Lexi. You're welcome. So it was usually thought that the person who made a pact <laughs> also promised the demon to kill children or consecrate them to the devil at the moment of birth. Many midwives were accused of this due to the number of children who died at birth in the Middle Ages and the Renaissance. Oh, God. Uh-huh. You're also mm. supposed to take part in witches' Sabbaths and have sexual relations with demons, which... Hell yeah. Yeah, man, Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Say no more. I'm, dude, I've signed up. I'm in. Um, but according to some witch trials, even the oral pact left evidence. The witch's mark. An indelible mark where the marked person had been touched by the devil to seal the pact. The mark could be used as proof to determine the pact was made. It was also believed that on the spot where the mark was left, the marked person could feel no pain. So you make a deal with the devil and he gives you a birthmark. Which... That's pretty cool. Do you think wow. it would be well, like a... Uh, cool one or like one of those crappy like infinity tattoos that just has hope on it so what do you think a birthmark is do you think they come in designs i thought you said tattoo i'll be honest (laughs) (laughs) i'll be honest well tattoo is cooler i guess yeah man imagine 
um, your your infant child comes out with an infinity tattoo. <laughs> You're just like, whoa. <laughs> You're like, man, my son's basic. <laughs> Raised you better than this. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh. but it not not feeling pain in one specific place. The devil's mark. Well, sure, but, mark. but it's not completely advantageous, you mm-hmm. know. No. It's, it's not like you have it on your nose and you get decked in the nose all the time and you don't feel it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a freckled. Well, I, I imagine that the way that they would test that, like, for, like, inquisitions and stuff for the witch hunts, was they would just take, like, a knife or something and just kind of poke you mm-hmm. in it and just call you a faker anytime you scream. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds right on the money. Um, <laughs> if it was a tattoo, do you think it would be, like, a, like taboo tattoo? Oh, where it's, like, yeah, they, yeah, like, yeah. You, like, your, like, ex picks your tattoo for you? Yeah. So the devil leaves a mark and you turn around and it's like them taking a shit in your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> the devil just like flicking just off everybody. Over. <laughs> it's like a fat dump. Um, the Malaeus Maleficarum, mm. which uh, is a Catholic treatise on witchcraft, mm. uh, discusses several alleged instances of pacts with the devil, especially concerning women. Uh, the Malaeus Maleficarum was uh, called for the total extermination of of witches and lays out a detailed legal and theological theory on it. <laughs> Fun. <Man. laughs> yeah. Men be hating. Men do. be hating. Specifically, mm-hmm. this dude, uh, the priest who wrote it, Heinrich Kramer, was oh. a total creep and wrote it after being kicked out of the church for uh, stalking a woman Uh-oh. named Helena Schuberin, who conveniently was accused of witchcraft after oh he was kicked out. God. What, what, what year is this? This would have been in like the 1600s. <laughs> the 1600s? If you are such a creep, you get kicked out of the church in That's the 1600s? <laughs> You're like a mega yeah. creep, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is also uh, foreshadowing for when we do Salem next week. Ooh. Yeah. So listen up. What's up, yeah. everybody? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of overlap between deals with the devil and witches. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, so dealing with the devil, you get witch powers. Yes. Finally. That's why Harry Potter is a sinner. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. knew it. He had a birthmark, right? Yeah, he had a yeah, birthmark. Yeah. He has magic. Mm-hmm. Didn't your parents... Wait, he, he feels pain there. All so the he's time. he's not a true... Constant pain. Constant pain. Mm. Burning, true. searing pain. Something something went wrong. Something, something people are always poking him there, like, to see. They keep stabbing him in the forehead with their wands. They're jabbing at him. Imagine they're like, witch, witch, yes, poke him there. No, no, there. Poke him there. It's like, no, I'm a wizard. I'm not a girl. I'm a freaking girl. <laughs> yeah, that's his issue with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a sorcerer. <laughs> didn't your parents not let you watch Harry Potter because yeah. the church told you not to? They didn't mm-hmm. let me. First off, they didn't let me watch Harry Potter, and then also uh, Wizards I, of Waverly Place. Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> that, that was the big one. That's I couldn't really watch Wizards of Waverly Place, so I snuck watched it at like twelve o'clock in the like <laughs> midnight, I guess. And uh, <laughs> twelve o'clock in the midnight. Twelve o'clock in the midnight. And I'd also uh, snuck a copy of the Chamber of Secrets and hid it underneath my bed and the would book read or the it. movie. The book. Okay. <laughs> the DVD. <laughs> I just looked at my reflection on the back of the DVD and so I was like, I one day. He just kept <laughs> reading day. the back over and over <laughs> again. I was like, this is like, great. Maybe. <laughs> this plot maybe. sounds awesome. Oh shoot, and it's ninety-four minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah, man. I always the Chamber of Secrets. I always thought the dumbest part of that is there is a guy whose name is Tom Riddle, and his name <laughs> spelled out is I am Lord Voldemort. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second, there's not a V in Riddle. I think his middle name is like Malevolent. Yeah, it's, it's like very Voldemort. Funny. Tom Voldemort. <laughs> Tom Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 Voldemort was my father. You can call me Tom. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Very, very funny. Um, Tom Riddler. Tom Riddler. You Tom guys are... Riddler on the roof. 
<laughs> if I was a rich man. <laughs> um, you guys have heard the song "Devil Went Down to Georgia," yes. right? Yeah, yes. many, many okay, times. Cool. Yes. Well, we're gonna listen to it anyway. Nice. So, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Give me one second to get this set up. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Cool. I can't wait. Oh, boy, oh, boy, I can't wait. Devil yeah. Went Down to Georgia was the third song I ever downloaded on my iPod Touch whenever I was, like, in ninth grade. <laughs> what were the first two? The first one, I hated both of them. The first one was Live and Let Die, the Guns N' Roses version. They did a cover of the James Bond theme song. And I wanted yeah. to listen to the Paul McCartney Wings version of Live and Let Die, mm-hmm. so I downloaded the Guns N' Roses version accidentally, and I was like, shit, $1 <laughs> gone. I'm in ninth grade. This is a huge deal. <laughs> and then I downloaded the Paul McCartney Live and Let Die, and then after that, I downloaded Devil <laughs> Did it not so say Guns N' Roses on it before you bought it? Honestly, I don't think I really like paid attention to the name <laughs> Wings. I think I typed in Live and Let Die and I was like, the first one. The first <laughs> it's one. gotta be the first one. good this way. I hate that song. I cannot listen to Guns N' Roses version of that. It will make my blood well, I got boil. bad news. I got the Guns N' Roses version of The Devil no! and Down Georgia. So uh, everybody will be right back after this. down to Georgia, he was looking for a soul to steal. He was in a bind because he was way behind and he was willing to make a deal. When he came across this young man sawing on a fiddle and playing it hot, and the devil jumped up on a hickory stump and said, boy, let me tell you what. I guess you didn't know it, but I'm a fiddle player too. And if you'd care to take a dare, I'll make a bet with you. Now you play pretty good fiddle, boy, but give the devil his due. I bet a fiddle of gold against your soul because I think I'm better than you. The boy said, my name's Johnny and it might be a sin, but I'll take your bet you're gonna regret cause I'm the best as ever been. Johnny, rising up your bow and play your fiddle hard. Cause hell's broke loose in Georgia and the devil deals the cards. And if you win, you get this shiny fiddle made of gold. But if you lose, the devil gets your soul. Opened up his case and he said, I'll start this show. And fire flew from his fingertips as he rosined up his bow. And he pulled the bow across the strings and it made an evil hiss. And then a band of demons joined in and it sounded something like this. Johnny said, well, you're pretty good, old son, but sit down in that chair right there and let me show you how it's done. Fire on the mountain, run, boys, run. The devil's in the house of the rising sun. Chicken in the bread pan, picking out dough. Granny, does your dog bite? No child, no. The devil bowed his head because he knew that he'd been beat. 
he laid that golden fiddle on the ground at Johnny's feet. Johnny said, devil, just come on back if you ever want to try again. I done told you once, you son of a bitch, I'm the best as ever been. He played fire on the mountain, run, boy, run. Devil's in the house of the rising sun. The chicken in the bread pan of picking out dough. Granny, we a dog fight, no child, no. What's up, Buttercup? Are you a pro wrestling fan? You wish you were? You know someone who is? Well, guess what? You're in luck. My name is Jeremiah Wilkerson, host of Shatterglass Radio, and I cover everything in the wonderful world of pro wrestling. You can catch my show every Thursday from 5 to 7 p.m. right here on kzsm.org. And while you're on the homepage, scroll down, hit the donate button. Help keep live community radio on the air. All right, and welcome back to Swamp Ass Zuggos here in KZSM. Dot org true community radio I, I I see you guys whispering what are you talking about I wanted Sam to do the thing oh, oh the I'm thing. sorry to let you down <laughs> <laughs> by the thing you mean his Hank Hill impression I mean yeah. the Hank Hill Hank impression, impression. Do the, Hank the Hill people impression. demand it we won't do ours because mm-hmm. I gotta do it okay yeah you, you have do to do it, it. That's <laughs> where you are. we'll all look away yeah we're not even looking so you could just start anytime now not even looking <clears throat> That's a clean burning hill, I tell you what. Yeah, pretty so good. good. Not my best, not my best. So good. No, no, we like it. Really that good. was very that good. What if I just really did good. that voice for Roscoe for the rest of the show? Please don't. Be- <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, whenever uh, Roscoe's dad comes in. Well, no, yeah, his dad, isn't he? Cano- yeah, his dad's canonically <laughs> He's dead, still bouncing to this day. Yeah. Still yeah, bouncing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to talk about uh, one of the more famous deals with the devil in, in, in legend. This is a story of Niccolo Paganini. <laughs> My man. <laughs> I was going to say the sandwich. <laughs> but Lexi, I am Paganini. I am Paganini. Uh, oh, see the devil. The devil's in town. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, at the height of his fame and fortune, Niccolo Paganini was arguably the greatest violinist ever to live. <gasps> and he was both the toast and the bane of Europe. <laughs> don't know what that means. I am the toast of Europe. <laughs> I'm the bread. I'm the butter. I am the toast. <laughs> Considered by most a musical genius, by some a musical god, and by others, the devil's minion. <laughs> Paganini's vir- virtuosity, appearance, and bearing had some believing his skill could only come after he'd made a pact with the devil. God, imagine caring that much about <laughs> violin. <laughs> what a bunch of nerds. They're like, you're a musical god. Yeah. Back in that day, you couldn't be too good at anything, or else yeah. people were very suspicious mm-hmm. that you were yeah. the devil. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a, what I said, too. When, when I got second chair and my friend got first chair, I was like, they made a deal with the devil. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. Witch! She bought a sword. Poke, Witch! poke, poke, poke. <laughs> Um, so the Devil's Violinist was born on October 27th, 1782 in Genoa, Italy. Mm. It is said that Paganini's mother <laughs> had her heart set on him becoming a famous violinist, and from this, a rumor later arose that she had made a deal with the Devil, 
trading her son's soul for the chance to be the greatest in history. How are you mm. gonna trade someone else's soul? Well, she, when t you don't have legal rights of your own soul till you turn 18. Oh, that's true. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah, so that's she was true. acting as a guardian. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. fair. Okay. Yeah. No more questions. There's <laughs> <laughs> my case, Your Honor. <laughs> uh, whatever the case may be, Paganini's. Paganini. Paganini. Paganini began training on the mandolin at age five and the violin by age seven, both under the instruction of his father. He played his first public performance at age 11 in Genoa and by age 13 was sent to study with one of the greatest violinists in the world. The man said there was nothing he could teach him. <laughs> so, so Paganini was sent to that man's teacher, who said much well, the same thing. Oh my And sent Paganini up one more rung of the violinist teacher's ladder. That's so funny. He went to God himself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, he's so pretentious, like yeah. his history. I don't know who wrote this story. But they're really uh, the source I got. But <laughs> he's good at playing the fiddle. Okay. So, they're right. so up Pag Pag Paganini's ass. <laughs> Um, two years later, at the age of 15, Paganini began playing solo tours, but within a year had a breakdown and succumbed to alcoholism. <laughs> Besides supposedly being in league with the devil, throughout his lifetime he was known as a heavy gambler, drinker, and shameless womanizer. Aw, oh, come mm. on, 15? At 15, there yeah. Ain't, there 15. ain't woman yet. He's a girlizer. He's a girlizer. He's a little girl maybe. Maybe he liked older women. We, we don't know. That's true. Know. There were no true. laws well, back then. I hope no. There were no laws. laws. <laughs> In the 1700s, there were no yeah, laws. By not, <laughs> not laws of consent or anything. Just no laws. No laws. laws, no at laws. All. Yeah, gravity wasn't even a thing yet. No gods, no masters. God. Yeah, John Mayer had no gravity. Though. The devil. The <laughs> devil was around. Devil mm -hmm. was around, but no gods. Mm -hmm. um, I think he sounds pretty cool. I don't know why you guys are hating on him. Um. Something I noticed though that I think is really funny is the fact that like his life story is basically just like a rock star. Yeah, like mm -hmm. just, he was like, an alcoholic. Seven, alcoholic. <laughs> he kept fucking all the time. Yeah, kind of rules. I mean, yeah, definitely um, rules. Unparalleled as a performer in his era, Paganini was one of the first major violinists to choose to public publicly perform various works without sheet music, going strictly on memorizing his works. Freed from standing in front of sheets of music. Paganini flailed about the stage, contorting his body as he danced his exceptionally long and thin fingers across the instrument, earning him the nickname Rubber Man. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I bet they yeah. call him Rubber Man. I bet the ladies call him Rubber Man. Uh, it doesn't get hard, it gets stretchy. That's a, well, no, if the devil gives you powers, he's going to make you cool. Like You're not going to be like flailing on the stage, having your little bony fingers flip to and fro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a, a soul is worth the complete package. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, well, it's like yeah, like if you were to become a vampire, like you want to be cool before you become one, right? Because mm -hmm. imagine being a loser for all of eternity. Yeah, that's just Twilight, right? <laughs> <laughs> just stuck in high school. Hey, you leave them sparklies alone. Okay. Um. Also, I think it's so funny. In every source I found for him, they always talk about how his thin, bony fingers. <laughs> danced on the instrument they had to be pretty bony if that's all people talk <laughs> about yeah. it's was, all they could look at yeah. was that something like incredibly attractive back then yeah it's a woman i mean most of oh, his fingers covered right? <laughs> <laughs> what those fingers do <laughs> what them fingers do Baganini? every time he like is drumming on a table it sounds like skeleton xylophones <laughs> <laughs> he pulls up his shirt and plays his ribs <laughs> he would like play like you know how on violins like right where the strings attach it has like that little like the little like plucking uh, sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he would like play that like a guitar. Like, <laughs> yeah, he played the mandolin on a violin. <laughs> Hell yeah! 
Um, he's like, if hey, we show him how they call me the rubber man. Yeah. Also, okay, from <laughs> what you've said so far, it, it's clear that, like, he didn't make a deal with the devil. He just had a dad that yeah, pushed him just, to play violin. Just very, like, very talented. Yeah. We're going to get into why people think he was uh, mm-hmm. possessed. What <gasps> if he sold his soul to spend more time with his dad? Oh, what if his dad was the devil? What if his dad was the devil? Could happen. Yeah. What if his dad sold his soul so he didn't have to spend as much time with his son? Yeah. <laughs> he was like, hey, take this shift, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Paganini himself presented a striking figure. He was tall and remarkably thin, with hollow cheeks, very long fingers, pale skin, flaming eyes, and thin lips that held a sardonic smile. (laughs) (laughs) He also often dressed in all black for performances. Together with his virtuosity and the fact that the violin had long been considered the devil's instrument... By the time one half-crazed fan at a concert in Vienna claimed he saw the devil helping Paganini play. Yeah, he just looked like the grim Help. fucking reaper. Yeah. <laughs> helping him play? I don't like, know what that means. Yeah. Okay, I it's know not a piano. I know what it means. Yeah. I know what it means. Okay, so you know when you're a woman at a yeah. bar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, we all, I don't we've all know been there. How to right, play pool. I don't know how to play pool. Yeah. And a guy's like, oh, let me help <laughs> you so learn funny. how to shoot it. That's the devil being like, oh, you I put got your it. fingers And he put his hands around. It's okay, rubber man. Just it's, like, it's like that scene in Ghost where Patrick Swayze <laughs> is like in the clay pot. Exactly. I was thinking like Drake and Josh, like that episode where like Josh wants to impress that girl by playing guitar and he has Drake's arms, arms coming out of his shirt. shirt. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, That's yeah, probably yeah. what the devil was Them's doing. the devil's fingers. Yeah. <laughs> that makes more sense. Mm. Um, after this, reports of Paganini's devils either sitting in the audience or hovering by his side during a performance, sometimes with the addition of horns, hooves, tail, and red clothes, became common. By one dubious report, the devil even once calls a lightning to strike the end of Paganini's bow. Whoa. Which I feel like more people would have seen. Everybody would be like, oh my. That, that wouldn't be the headline. The headline wouldn't be, he made a deal with the devil. The headline would be, God <laughs> hates his violin. Yeah. Yeah, the headline would be, man struck down during violin performance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, how do they know the devil did that? Could have been God. Could have been God. Could have been God saying, hey, please stop. Yeah. Keep yeah, it yeah, down. Yeah. It's after 10 p.m. <laughs> my RA be like. God, God is, you know, God God's kind of like the original RA. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Religious authority. Religious authority. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paganini had always been sickly, suffering from a variety <laughs> of ailments <laughs> throughout his life, including syphilis in 1822. Womanizer. Which was treated with mercury, causing oh. other health oh. issues. Oh, my <laughs> God. They just poisoned my man. <laughs> in 1834, he was also diagnosed with tuberculosis mm-hmm. by Uh, That same year, at the age of 54, he had lost the stamina to play and retired from public performance. Niccolo Paganini ultimately died in Nice, France on May 27th, 1840. (laughs) There's a place called Nice, France. Nice. (laughs) And he went to die there, like, after all that? Yeah, Yeah. it's a pretty nice death. Italy had have been kind to him. After the mercury. After the mercury and the syphilis. (laughs) Do you know, wait, when was he born? Do you recall? He was born in, let me slide up in my notes. The year of our Lord. 17... The year of our devil. 82. 1782. Okay. 82 to 22. Yeah. 40 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 40 years he got syphilis. Hey, that's not bad. That's not bad. He made it that. Well, no, it just says he was life. treated for syphilis oh, yeah, in that year. Syphilis. You don't know how long he had it for. Syphilis. Yeah, it does say that it was cured, though, with the mercury. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think the devil did it. Yeah, if, yeah. He, if you chopped his, his genitals Burned off. Burned his junk off. Technically, it's cured. 
Um, his death only fanned the flames of his supposed pact with the devil. You see, shortly before his death, Paganini uh, was turned away by a priest who had come to perform the last rites. <laughs> he died approximately a week after this without ever receiving his last rites. Wait, this? wait a second. He was turned away by the, the priest. priest? Yeah. So the priest showed up and was like, hey, let's give this guy his... Oh, never mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <And then I laughs> left. Well, the thing was, the priest said, I don't think he's going to die yet. Oh, and then, really? <laughs> and then he died anyway. <laughs> um, so this combined with his long-rumored association with the devil resulted in the local church refusing to bury his body on consecrated ground, <laughs> despite Paganini being a member of the Order of the Golden Spur, being granted that honor by Pope Leo the Twelfth in eighteen twenty-seven. Nice. So he was like a super Catholic, and they're yeah. like, "No, we're not." They're like, no, "But you. we heard." So. Wait, eighteen no, no, no. twenty-seven. <laughs> That's when he was consecrated by the Pope. After his death? No, before his death. He died. He died in eighteen forty. In eighteen twenty-seven, the Pope said, "You're all right, kid. Here, join the special order." Mm-hmm. You still look confused. I got my times mixed up. It's, it's, it's so, a so consequence. So, 40 is a bigger number than 27. That's look. true. And so when you're Some counting say. the years... No, okay, but he was born in 17... <laughs> like, 80 84. 84. 84. Right? Mm-hmm. So, from 80 to 80. He lived... Wait, wait. Because I thought he... he lived 100 no, years? No, 80 to... F- 80 20. to... 40? <laughs> We're right? just doing math he, now. You guys are a bunch of fucking morons. <laughs> he was born in the 80s and died in the 40s, okay, so he would have he would have been in his 60s. Well, yeah. I thought you said 27. That's when he got the That's the award. <laughs> this is the funniest Daniel. In 1827, he got an award. This guy led a confusing life. Pat it's Panganini. Like... <laughs> We're just bickering about Trying to tell age. you about Panini. <laughs> Are you confused because I mentioned he got the award after his death? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. That's it. Yes. Because I was thinking okay. about syphilis all the time. Oh, when are you when not? She's got your head out on of the brain. gutter. <laughs> God, these are people I spend my time with. I got to take a huge dump. <laughs> you just leaving? Yeah, I gotta go. He's oh my god. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. Garrett Buss going to the bathroom. Well, he's allowed to, I guess. Yeah, he's allowed to. You don't need him for this segment? No, we're not. Um, so Paganini had a piece called The Devil's Laughter, which he made before he died, not after. I know Ooh. I'm bringing it up now, Got but it. I want to let you know. Interesting. Um, Nothing's which, coming in my school. Which, dude, your head is so empty. <laughs> Like, I just got a fax machine going on up there. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. It's 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 that clip from SpongeBob where they're all running around screaming. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. um, so he had a piece called The Devil's Laughter, which I imagine only made things worse. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, people think Jay-Z and Beyonce are in the Illuminati. That would be like if they make, made a song called, like, The Hidden Eye. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Devil's Laughter. The Devil's Laughter. Well, isn't that just when you drink Monster? This is The Devil's Laughter? Yeah. yeah. Bottoms up and the devil laughs, right? Is that a th- saying? Bad. Oh, okay. There's a video you guys need to need to watch about Monster Energy drinks. For I think I'm okay. You, for those of you listening at home, email in if you recognize what I'm talking about. For everyone else. Wow, look at that. No emails about uh, your uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> We did get an email from uh from Hidden Squid. So thank you for emailing in. Uh it says geography question. Since the devil goes down to Georgia, does that mean that the devil is a northerner or that Georgia is lower than hell? thoughts a lot to think about that's super funny i mean I like awesome. <laughs> they don't it doesn't imply that he came from where his where he was born like he could have just been somewhere else mm-hmm. yeah I mean, he could have been doing his business way. somewhere else and yeah. then he also had to come back down mm-hmm. yeah fellas, Wait, hold fellas out in virginia do you guys hear that song yeah i, I got distracted by that that I, was um uh uh like a song about the devil 
It's Ooh. like the with his big right like his big red hand. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that song's called, but I think it's about the devil. Wait, the, is it the the devil's right hand? Like the I think so. Cuz there's a song that's like Daddy says a pistol was the devil's right hand. I don't know if that was the no, song. No, no, no. I don't but... know if that song. It's in the Hellboy movie. Hold on. Oh. Uh, that's why you know For it. For those of you listening at home, I don't know Devil if you can pick that up, but there's someone song. outside the studio that was driving by playing a song. Yeah. yeah. Devil's is it Devil's right hand? Devil's right hand song. This is f- fascinating radio. A lot um, of songs are about the devil. I'm not going to find a lot it. Anyway, of songs are about personally, the devil. I think the devil does come from the north. The Jersey Devil. Ah, it makes sense to me. Um, so with Jersey all these, devil. more you like mean your mother-in-law, more like Jersey kiss my ass and my right folks. Right, folks. Um, so, um, with all deals with the devil, he always comes back. Mm-hmm. He's come to collect. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a tax collector, basically. Right. Um, uh, and uh, uh, just like in all those myths, uh, the devil does come back to Georgia. There's, 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 he always comes back. There's a, there's a <laughs> sequel song. They wrote a sequel to it, and it's by Charlie. Da- it's not like sung by him, but like it's written by him, so it's canon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, we're gonna we're gonna play that. We're gonna play that out, and we'll be right back after this. been ten long years since the devil laid his fiddle at Johnny's feet And it burned inside his mind the way he suffered that defeat In the darkest pits of hell the devil hatched an evil plan To tempt the fiddle player, for he's just a mortal man The sin of pride, the devil cried, is what will do you in I thought we had this settled, I'm the best it's ever been Johnny, did you ever know the time keeps marching on? The coldest hour is the one comes just before the dawn. The devil's back in Georgia, will you stand up to the test? Or will you let the devil be the best? Truth is, I hadn't played much since the baby came in June. But give me half a minute and I'll get this fiddle back in June. The devil grabbed the golden fiddle out of Johnny's hand and said, Boy, I'm the fiddle player underground, but now I walk on the land. Can you hear the babe a-crying? Will he ever know? The devil wants 
his daddy's very soul Frontier used to be littered with cowboys, outlaws, and the occasional horse. And here at KZSM.org, we want to bring back a classic staple of American entertainment, the Cowboy Adventure Radio Play. If you want to hear an hour of comedy exploits involving a kid, a talking stallion, and a greedy group of bandits, tune in to Roscoe Taylor, the Tallahassee Tween, premiering next Sunday, October 4th, from 9 to 10 p.m., right before Swamp Gas Uggos. You'll be glad you did. KZSM.org, true community radio. Welcome back to Swamp Ass Uggos here on KZSM.org, recorded live in San Marcos, Texas. That's true community radio. Before the break, uh, we were talking about deals with the devil, specifically a deal made by an Italian violinist, mm-hmm. Paganini. Niccolo Paganini. Niccolo Paganini. Well, his story is done. We're done with that, that loser. Yeah. But you said the devil came back. Yeah. You done said the devil came back. Well, okay. he's dead already. All right. that, that's the devil coming back. The devil back. came the back and dead. Hooray! I, I, I needed. You I, heard it here first. <laughs> 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 this, this just did. I needed. I needed a lead into uh, to set up playing the devil comes back to Georgia. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, gotcha. Which is canon because it's written by Charlie Daniels, so who does not sing out. Um, I like it. I Wait think it's a, a good song. Wasn't that in like Guitar Hero? I really appreciate it. The, the first one just was. The first one was. Mm-hmm. Violin Hero. That's the final. That's the that's the final <laughs> battle. I think. Paganini Hero. Mm-hmm. Pag- Pag- Paganini Hero. Paganini. Yeah, it's like easy, hard, sell your soul. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. Do, you think, do you think Paganini would have been good at Guitar Hero? Or bad, because he has those nasty little he's got, fingers. He's got them, them nimble little them elastic bony like fingers. spiders on a web. They <laughs> crawl up and down the streams. I mean, guitars, pianos. It's all he the doesn't same play every instrument. <laughs> same here. They got strings. Accordion. I definitely I forgot what a violin was. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mentioned earlier, uh, I, I I made a reference to it when we were talking about Paganini, mm-hmm. about how uh, Paganini. Paganini. How the uh, the violin had be had become known as the devil's instrument. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna talk about that. <gasps> Ooh. Why the devil plays the fiddle? Mm. 
how do the two become connected? Why does the devil play the fiddle? Why, why do that devil play that fiddle? Well, it all began when the medieval Christian church condemned dance as a path to hell. That forged a link (laughs) between (laughs) Satan and the violin. Turns out it's based on a true story. In the 4th century, St. John Chrysostom proclaimed, Where dance is found, there is the devil. True. Mm -hmm. Music has always been integral to Christian worship, but church hymns were vocal compositions, whereas secular music used a myriad of instruments and was composed with the explicit purpose of encouraging people to dance. The violin, because it was lightweight and easily portable, soon became a fixture at taverns and outdoor celebrations. Sites of merrymaking that the church condemned as frivolous, sinful, and in the case of certain festivals, pagan. (gasps) So they hated it because it was easy. They hated it because it was fun. (laughs) Yeah, so just because it was an instrument that was, like, easy to bring around. Like, you know, those... That, I just realized that that's so funny. So in college... There's always those douchebags that bring a guitar to the party. Mm-hmm. But in the 1700s, it was the, the violin. Back in the 80s, like, you guys want to yeah. Anyway, huge devil's laughter. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, therefore, medieval Catholic saints were correct that Satan could be summoned through music, it follows that Mephistopheles would appear as a musician enticing people into sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, the image of Satan as a fiddler took off during the Baroque period beginning around 1600. Love nice. Uh-huh. Oh, can't get enough of the guy. Love 44. <laughs> um, I found one account surrounding uh, the song Devil's Trill Sonata, a piece which dates from 1740. It was said to have been composed by Giuseppe Tartini after he woke from... It's a real name. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> I don't think any of these guys comical. are real. Giuseppe Tartini. Giuseppe Tartini. Giuseppe Tartini. Uh, it was said that it was composed by the man after he woke from a fever dream in which the devil played him a solo. So singularly beautiful and executed with such superior taste and precision that it surpassed all he had ever heard or conceived in his life. Wow. I listened to it. It's fine. <laughs> it's like a six out of ten. But for back then. Uh, give me Zeblin any day, okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's no radioactive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, trickster spirits like the Gretchen Pan and Celtic fairies love music for the debauchery and sinful behavior inspires mortals. Um, but while these mythical troublemakers are depicted with ancient instruments like flutes and drums, the Christian devil gravitated towards the comparatively modern fiddle as his musical weapon of choice. Uh, Pan is also the direct inspiration for many aspects of Satan. Goat legs, horns, uh, being like a little little rascally trickster. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes sense that uh, uh, the goat man and his instrument, that if the devil was a direct inspiration, he would also be tied in with musical instruments as well. Mm-hmm. And being a musician. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, his image was directly warped by the church to demonize pagan idols. That's like they're yeah. It's like they were trying to demonize the devil. Like, Mm -hmm. come on. It's like you know. Well, he wasn't the devil before the Christian showed up. Yeah. Mm. He was just Luke. He was just Luke. Just Luke. Just plain old Luke. Plain old Mm -hmm. Luke. Yeah, that's been like a recurring theme in a lot of the folklore that we talked about in the show. Isn't like, yeah, it was a fun little like hobby, and then the Catholic Church came around, and it turned out uh, if you see it, it means your soul is gonna die. Mm It happened. Tell me about it, sister. Ugh, preach. Mm-hmm. It, it happened last week with um, Ghost Riders. Ghost Riders, yeah. yeah. How it was like 
uh, like Odin. One, yeah. Yeah. And then it turned into the devil. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so one story I haven't gotten to yet. Uh, it's, I'd say it's the most famous deal with the devil in American mm-hmm. history. And that's the legend of Robert Johnson. Yeah. You guys have heard of this guy? Mm-hmm. Yes, I yeah. Have. Uh, he is, uh, are you familiar with like the term crossroad demons or at the crossroads? I'm I'm familiar with the term at the, at a crossroads. Yeah, okay. Okay. yeah. Heard, you know what cross you know what crossroads are. One road. Yeah. Another. Or another. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'm starting to picture it. Okay. Well. And then a devil. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. A, a devil, you said. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you tell me when I hit the button for the crosswalk, that man that pops up is the devil. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's why you got that orange hand that come out sometimes. Would it tell me? That's the devil's hand. That's the devil's right hand. The devil's right hand. Um, so Robert Johnson was a less than average guitar player who disappeared. <laughs> oh, what a bummer beginning of a biography. That's noob. the beginning. That's the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, who better. disappeared for anywhere from two weeks to two years. And when he came back, no he became. <laughs> Somebody should have kept track. Well, here's, here's, here's the funny thing about musicians. They're liars. <laughs> That's so right. you ask them and they're like, yeah, Robert Johnson, when well, he's gone two weeks, came back the best blues player I'd ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, during his life, his music never really made waves, though. Mm-hmm. His fellow players all claimed he was one of the best, and despite being the fifth greatest guitar player of all time, according to Rolling Stones magazine, <gasps> he wouldn't live long enough to see any amount of fame. Oh, like, oh. like Van Gogh. Mm-hmm. He died at 27. Um, in what year would that be? I think that was 1930. No. Did he have a white lighter in his pocket? I've heard about that. A white lighter in his pocket. Yeah, like uh, wasn't that or Marilyn Monroe? No, not Marilyn Monroe. Who had a white lighter in their pocket? Some rock star, right? Some dude. Nirvana was a guy that. Uh, Kurt, Kurt Kurt Cobain. Cobain. How's he doing nowadays? <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact: also dead at twenty-seven. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, uh, Robert Johnson died in August nineteen thirty-eight. Oh, age okay. twenty-seven years old. Okay, okay. And his music took off about a year later, mm-hmm. and it became a huge hit. Oh man, that um, sucks. Mm-hmm. That's Poor why dude. that's why people think that he made a deal with the devil. That's like his monkey's paw. Yeah, he got all this great skill. He was recorded, but in life, didn't matter. Didn't make a fucking dent um, in the music Harsh. industry. Um, and then the minute he died, it skyrockets. He doesn't get to see any of it. Yeah, he didn't get any any plaques, any any gold. groupies, any royalties. I mean, yeah. like no, royalties, no checks, no, no t-shirts, no emeralds. <laughs> Uh, we can keep no, doing it. <laughs> no rupees. No jewels. No, no, no free McDonald's at McDonald's. No diblooms. <laughs> um, uh, uh, legend goes that the reason he gained immaculate guitar picking fingers was by heading to the crossroads, and he made and there he made a deal with the devil. Um, so at the crossroads, uh, a musician can plead to any demon listening, and a stranger in all black will come up. Tune your guitar, then leave into the night. And you will uh, go home with the best guitar skills you could ever imagine. So he was just walking around with an untuned guitar, and <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was why he yeah. wasn't getting anywhere? Well, that's the reason. That was the <laughs> And the oh, devil's like, let me see that. Go to Guitar Center. Go to Mel <laughs> They'll do it, dude. See, you got to turn these knobs here. Yeah. You, you're doing it all the wrong. The devil's like, I'm not even going to take your soul. You just get a dude. tuner. <laughs> He's like, you got to tighten the string. Strings? What are strings? <laughs> <laughs> On your guitar. Guitar. I've guitar. been playing it like a drum. <laughs> <laughs> it's full of sand in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the devil doesn't actually give you power. He tunes your guitar and signs you up for lessons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
gonna say. Yeah, it turns out he's kind of a nice guy. Yeah. Well, um, he takes your soul. Yeah, it's kind of a high cost. Mm, yeah. yeah. Mm, we'll does, see about does that. Does he have commission? Does the devil take commission? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why he's signing everyone for lessons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. That's a nice little, nice little lean away burp. Well, burp. Thank you, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I've been up since six o'clock this morning. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So yeah, that's a tale of the devil went down to Georgia. Well. That stings for that guy, but at least um, we get to hear his music. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, his music around. He he also influenced like a, a so many people. The Rolling Stones, Eric Clapton, mm-hmm. like all those people. Like they're like, who, who are your inspiration? They just go Robert Johnson. That rules. That dead guy from forty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think the reason that Ringo Starr is still alive is because he never made a deal with the devil? I think so. I That's yeah, so probably. So. Yeah. Been like so so. so, so yeah. Oh, we've all heard his songs. <laughs> yeah. I found a very interesting interview um, when I was like looking up musicians and dealing with the devil. Mm-hmm. It's an interview with Bob Dylan, mm-hmm. um, and because uh, he's still touring, making music. And this interview is like, so why don't you retire? You know? And he goes, I made a bargain. <laughs> and that's all he says. That's very funny. <laughs> Bob Dylan's still alive. Bob Dylan's still alive. Mm-hmm. I know that. I assume mm-hmm. that after the '60s, he just like puffed into smoke. Yeah. No. Well, he makes really alt stuff now. Ambient music. That's Radioactive. So lo-fi <laughs> chill hop. <laughs> <Dumpstead>. <laughs> Now yeah. that's what I call lo-fi chill. Hip-hop lo-fi today. trap trap house. Chill help. <laughs> Um, yeah, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for um, having us. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, again, they're here plugging Roscoe Taylor, the Tallahassee tween, mm-hmm. KZSM's brand spanking new program about uh, a, a buxom young young. Buxom? T- bu- Doesn't bu- that mean big boobies? Buxom young twink riding oh through. Yeah, this is so <laughs> much funnier. <laughs> That's me <laughs> riding through the old west, righting wrongs on his talking horse. That's very funny. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Sam. I tried to Sam's sneak up on that outlaw, but, <laughs> oh, but my <laughs> knockers were too <laughs> smashing. <laughs> the clapping on my knockers kept the way. The outlaw. Can I please clapping. get to say that in the next episode? It's gonna be you written. Know, yeah, yeah. Just, doesn't, it doesn't have to go with anything else. It won't else. have anything else to do. <laughs> Both episodes will play, and at the end you'll just go, "I have huge breasts." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and we never, we never address it again. <laughs> it's audio. The magic of audio. Mm. That's well, so I true. have a question for all I have an answer. You. Yes. No, you don't. No, you don't. Nina, it's my impression of you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you so got good. her. You so got good. her. So good. Okay, so if you had to make a deal with the devil mm-hmm. to gain one skill, mm. what would you trade? Mm. What would well, I you trade? trade? You, you trade your soul. You trade your soul. What would you ask for? What would you ask for? Would you trade for? Well, I think the clear answer is we can say it at the same time. Three, two, two one. one. A bigger dick. <laughs> We're two of a kind. <laughs> yeah, da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, we never age. Yeah, yeah, never age. Because I feel like if you ask to never age for the devil, then you're never gonna die of old age. Well, so if you stay like, yeah, safe, but you can die of like cancer. Yeah, that's true. And you, I think you'll probably be miserable too, because yeah. like, yeah, they well, got you, no soul. I'm going to hell anyways, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Take as much time as I can. Why would you ask for? Well, honestly, I would do classic. I want to play instruments really well. What kind of instrument? Oh, I want guitar. I want piano. I want marimba. I want accordion. Lexi, I got a question. Yeah. Oh, uh, would you sell your soul to the devil if you could be good at skateboarding? Oh, I would be good at skateboarding. <laughs> I would actually yeah. be good at skateboarding. Um, and then I would have my dad be really proud of me and to do a <laughs> kick, to do a kickflip kick so good that my dad, without thinking about it, just claps. 
<laughs> Devil, you could do that for me. <laughs> Devil, I will see you at the corner of Guadalupe. And <laughs> <laughs> um, Imagine selling your soul to do a kickflip. <laughs> like, that's the know, one really skill good, you have. Really good, really a good super good kickflip. <laughs> a kickflip so good that I It'd have know. to be like eight feet high. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh my god. That would be pretty cool. Hey Sam, what would you sell your soul for? I think uh, there's probably some like logical error in this because mm-hmm. um, my brain's not on right now. But yeah. maybe I would like sell my soul for so that I. Did it ha- does it have to be a skill? Could I get like an item? Because what if I just you could sell your soul for designer? Yeah, well they gave him like a good guitar. Yeah, Prada. A you want Prada? Guitar. I was gonna like bag, s- red bottoms. <laughs> red box. I was gonna one of those DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one DVD from Redbox, please. Toy Story Two. I want to go to the WAP House. I no, which, to go which, to the what would you say your soul for, Sam? <laughs> I was gonna say I would I would sell my soul for a time machine. Ooh. Yeah. Oh. Well, no, because then that would be the only thing I I didn't think it through. It's okay. I, I was gonna say like than... I was in in my head. I was thinking I would already have a skill too for no yeah. reason. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also get a time machine. Then you were also and then I'd go so back in time it. with my with my skill. And then but I wouldn't have sold my soul. Well, that also doesn't make time. sense. You could, you could uh, take your cell phone, no, sell it to the government. No, because then you would just go yeah. back to the past for no reason. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, I sold my, my my soul to the devil to get a time machine to go back to the past, so I never sold my soul. But you didn't gain anything. Yeah, because yeah. you're still going to hell. Well, see, I was <laughs> like, you're I was <laughs> I sold my brain to the devil, guys. You That's know, yeah. I would sell my the dev- soul. The deal hadn't cents. happened yet, so. Ooh, think about that. I think a time machine is not a bad idea. I think uh, even if you don't have skills like music, you can still, like he said, bring a phone to the government, uh, put stock in Apple or something. You can <laughs> yeah. find some. You could make bets on bring whether or not JFK is going to be assassinated. Bring a phone to the government. You said it first. I, I said no such thing. You no. are you're spreading you're like, lies. Hey, oh hey Jimmy Carter, here's an iPhone. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> I got a peanut tree. <laughs> what if I bet on me selling my soul and then it just, it just and it, yeah. guys, yeah, yeah, it happens. Yeah, yeah. It's a never-ending loop. <laughs> like, I told you. Like it's a horse race. But, but you're just like, hey guys, I bet I sold my soul. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like. No, you didn't. You're like, yeah, I didn't give me money. Give me money. Oh man. Also, um, it is October. It is so October. it's now officially Uggos month. <gasps> yeah, we got a lot, a lot of fun stuff prepared for this month. So, stay tuned. I'm excited. Uh huh. It's all leading up to our Halloween bonanza, <gasps> where the entire station is gonna have like back-to-back live programming. For the, for the for the night, it's gonna rule. I'm excited. Yeah, uh, I'd like to start doing call-ins for yeah. the for the Halloween spectacular. If you have any stories you want us to talk about, please email us at uglyswampstories at gmail dot com. Um, yeah, we're looking for any personal stories, unexplained phenomena that you've personally experienced. We'll talk about it on air. Mm-hmm. Very, and if you cool. have any um, anything that you'd like to sell your soul for, or um, email us and let us know. Email us that. And if you've yeah. got any. For no reason, for, for no unre- uh, unrelated, any dating horror stories. Mm. I already, already announced you were doing that. Well, this is for something else. <laughs> 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 yeah, feel free to shoot us an email. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Mm. All right, anything else you guys want to plug? Uh, like, like Gary said, uh, 9 p.m. every Sunday, right before the show, we have Roscoe Taylor, the Tallahassee tween. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, double feature radio night. Yeah, mm-hmm. double Sundays, feature radio night. Double on feature KZ's radio night. All right, well, um, we're going to head out, and i got to play us out. So have a good night, everyone. Bye, guys. Walk down to Georgia.